Hello and welcome to Mental Awakening, the podcast that explores all topics related to trauma recovery, mental health, chronic pain, and healing. I'm your host, Sarah DeKeeley, psychotherapist and mental health social worker. And today we're going to talk about trauma and its wisdom. I'll discuss my own personal experience with trauma and also share the lessons I have learned and the gifts I gained from trauma in the hopes that it will help you gain a newfound perspective on your own traumatic experiences. Hi everybody, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, I feel inspired to talk about the gifts and the lessons that I have gained from the various traumatic experiences and challenges that I've had in my life. For me, lessons are gifts, and I don't really look at life in a punishing way. I believe that we either win in life or we learn. There is no punishment. There is no mistakes. I believe that as long as you're open to growth, then you're always winning, no matter what you go through and no matter how painful those experiences are. Personally, I've been through quite a number of highly challenging and painful experiences in my life, from mental health-related issues to health-related issues to childhood-related trauma experiences to addiction to grief and loss and so on. And what I've come to learn in my own journey so far is that whatever traumatic experiences that you go through in life, they sit in your body. The trauma that you experience is stored in the tissues of your body. This is something that has been scientifically proven. And if you want a great book to gain even more insight into what I'm talking about, The Body Keeps the Score with um, Bessel is a wonderful book to read to understand the concept of how trauma actually sits in the body. And when you find the right healing tools for you, you know, like everything from psychotherapy to energy healing to somatic therapy, you find that the heaviness starts to release from your body and you start to experience um, a sense of lightness, a sense of relief that perhaps you've never experienced before. Your body will start to relax, it will start to open up and you will start to feel that physical tension that you may have been feeling on a day-to-day basis or carrying around slowly starts to reduce, right? Because you're moving out of the fight, flight, and freeze response. Obviously, this takes time. And this is also something that requires you to have a practice or implement a practice where you tune in to your body, You know, you actually sit down and you pay attention to the sensations in your body. Every time an emotion comes up, where can I locate the emotion in my body? Every time a chronic pain or ache or anything um, comes up, any kind of symptom in the body, okay, what's, what's an emotion that I'm suppressing? What's a thought that I've been thinking on a subconscious level? And so... Building a relationship with your body is incredibly important. I know for me, you know, having been through um, a decade, over a decade of eating disorder where I I was destroying my body, you know. I, I remember ending up in the hospital because I was vomiting blood and one of the doctors told me, 
you know, if you keep this up, you're going to die. Your, your heart is literally going to fail you. And the thing that helped me out of that eating disorder, um, besides obviously therapy, was also practicing yoga and gaining a newfound appreciation for my body and what it can do for me. Looking at the body as this incredible tool, as an incredible, you know, space where my soul resides. And so having a, a relationship with your body and building a more loving relationship with your body is absolutely crucial for healing trauma. Because I'll repeat this again, trauma sits in your body. Breathing exercises, slowing down just enough to really connect with your body, somatic body tracking and meditation is really, really good. But if you find those activities and exercises difficult because your nervous system is in such a state of fight and flight, then what I suggest that you do and recommend that you do is start with something like the gentle yoga exercise. And you can just build on from that. Other type of activities that um, I also recommend are Tai Chi or Qigong, gardening, drawing, painting, dancing, creating music, things that can help reduce the state of arousal that the nervous system gets stuck in. The second thing that um, I learned in my own journey with recovery is that you are not broken. You know, you're not broken, your body's not broken. I personally believe that life is a journey and that we are here to grow. No matter what happens in life, it's not a reflection of your brokenness, but rather it's a reflection of you being made whole. Another beautiful gift that I've received from my experience with trauma is that it's helped me realize that I need to really heal from my family system, you know? Pretty much 80 to 90% of our issues comes from our family system and childhood. And a lot of our mental health issues is actually passed down to us from our ancestors, from our parents, from the environment that we you know, grew up in. In light of this, it doesn't make any sense to try and heal yourself without taking the family system into account. It simply doesn't work. You have to look at your family history, you have to look at your childhood and the experiences that you've been through in your childhood, which for me has been a blessing because it's really gave me insight into the patterns, you know, the patterns that I took on, the belief systems that I took on from my family that became also a big unconscious part of who I am that had nothing to do with the truth. You know, it's far from the truth. Some of the main universal beliefs around fear of money, fear of not being good enough, fear of being judged by other people, fear of not wanting to look foolish, fear of not being fit enough, you know, attractive enough, um, fear of failure. Failure is a massive fear for the majority of people. So there's a lot of these beliefs that we take on that, in fact, are actually quite universal, interestingly enough. Fear of disappointing people, fear of um, other people hurting you, feeling that you have to protect yourself. So understanding where these belief systems come from, understanding the family system is really important when it comes to recovering from trauma.
And that's why, you know, I call it um, the wisdom of trauma, the gifts of trauma, because it helps you completely let go of who you think you are. And you're not any of those things, right? This is why the whole journey um, of trauma recovery is about discovering the authentic self, the authentic self that is actually free from all of this. So as a baby, when you're born into this world, as much as you're born into so much, you know, expectations and so many belief systems and so much craziness, your essence is completely pure and innocent. And that's what we want to get back to, that essence. Another gift that I have gained from trauma is giving myself time you know, time to process, time to digest, time to recover. This sense of urgency that we often experience comes from anxiety, comes from a nervous system that is stuck in a state of fight and flight. And so allowing ourselves time is a sign of self-compassion and love. The trauma and the blockages that are stuck in our bodies, needs time to be released. It's not something that you just do for a couple of years and then it's done. No, you know, you have to give yourself however long it takes, you know, and do it in a way that is compassionate and do it in a way that is um, loving. For years, I used to yawn constantly. And it wasn't until I realized that it was a sign of my nervous system resetting itself that I understood how much of this trauma was stuck in my body. I used to get chronic pain all around, finding it incredibly difficult to relax, finding it incredibly difficult to, to just feel at peace and feel at ease. This stuff takes time to undo. You know, if it's taken you decades to develop a certain pattern, then it's going to take you at least um, a chunk of that, a significant chunk of that to undo those patterns. And I've said this in previous episodes. So it's really important not to rush this healing process and let your body catch up at its own time. Take it slow. Trauma has also taught me that you get to create a life that fits you. You can build a life that is authentically yours and not based on egoic notions of happiness and fearful notions of happiness. The amount of attention and power that we give to fear is incredible because those things do nothing but add pressure. And so today, thankfully, I live a life where I am incredibly connected to the work I do incredibly connected to my body, to the people in my life. I have a lot more calm, inner peace and quiet within me. And these things are available to all of us. And I still have, you know, my journey hasn't ended. It's not going to end for a while yet, hopefully. I still have so much more to learn. And it's not that challenges ever end, you know, for as long as we're alive, they will continue to come but we get better at managing them. So it's not that life gets easier, but we get better. But my point is that there will be a time that comes where you can start to feel more relaxed. 
around your life and around yourself. Trauma has also helped me realize that who I am is valuable, who I am is acceptable, who I am is needed in this world. I used to get told repeatedly, don't be so sensitive. You're so sensitive. What's wrong with you? Why do you always have to be so sensitive? People used to downplay who I was and I used to um, allow them to do that. I used to kind of believe that, yeah, there's definitely something wrong with me because I'm so sensitive. And now I see that sensitivity as a strength because without that sensitivity, I would not be able to connect with myself, with my body, with people around me. I would not be able to connect with my clients. I would not be able to do the work that I'm doing in this world. So trauma taught me to stand up for myself and to design my life in a way that works for me, not against me. And to also educate people around me on how to support me in this. Because we teach people how to treat us. We teach them by how we treat ourselves and what we believe about ourselves, which is why I feel so passionate about sharing today's episode with you guys, because removing ourselves from that victim mentality and victim consciousness that I've referred to in previous episodes is what will lead to self-empowerment, recognizing that there's a gift in the challenges that we go through that our traumas come with such immense treasures and there's no shame around it. There's no shame around anything that we go through in life. I also feel that, you know, it's important to highlight that trauma is real. You can't just get over it. It's not something that um, you can just get over, you know, oh, get over it, you know, just get over yourself, get over the trauma, enough's enough. That's not how trauma works. So it's important that we honor the process of trauma. It's important that we respect that this is a journey. Having people who can lift you into your next level and who can support you, who can love you unconditionally is truly invaluable. I would not be here if it wasn't for the various mentors healers, even if it's an author or, you know, someone whose book I read or someone whose videos I watched or people that I, that have supported me um, in one way or another to get to where I am today. I would not be here without them. So reaching out for help set me on the path of creating the life that I have today. And I just want to say that When trauma is properly digested, you will feel the depth, the strength, and the wisdom that it can bring to you. That's why people who experience trauma tend to actually, and who who recover from it, tend to achieve so much more in their lives and have a deeper life experience. And this is my intention for all of you listeners out there. You can move forward feeling much lighter and brighter again and living your life from a place of authenticity, integrity, and empowerment. Experiencing trauma has also helped me realize and recognize that there's a part of me that will forever be connected to the child that I once was. And even though we call this the inner child and it's a metaphorical concept, I find that it's so important to 
connect with that part of yourself, to make time for it and to incorporate, you know, what awakens that part of you, fun, play, joy, because as hard as life can be at times, if we don't make time, we will get further and further away and disconnected from that part of ourselves. And we need that part. It's a crucial part of recovery. That's why whenever I run an art therapy workshop, I make sure that a big chunk of that workshop is all about play, fun, and enjoyment. As adults, we tend to forget about that. We tend to disconnect from that. We tend to think that we can only have fun if we're under the influence of some kind of drug or substance. And there's no need for that. There's no need to incorporate addictive behaviors as a way to cope, as a way to tap into false sense of joy. I wrote in my book, Coming to Life, that joy is always with us. Even in our most painful moments, always by our side, available through the pain and through the laughter. I simply didn't know how to work my way towards joy. And what I came to understand about this is that you can only connect to a state of joy when you are in a state of presence, a state of no mind, no thinking, only being and feeling, allowing for whatever is to just simply be as it is. And this is what usually happens when we connect to this part of us, the inner child, and do things that bring us closer to this state of joy. For me, I do that through art, through spending time in nature, through being creative. Creativity for me has been an incredible um, healing tool, which I truly believe in. Other things that I learned from trauma and having experienced trauma is courage and that I will only recognize my strength by experiencing my courage, by tapping into my courage, by doing things that are scary to face. Because courage is the ability to act despite our feelings of fear. It can't exist without fear. It needs fear to give it meaning and life. And so recognizing your courage will help you to understand how strong you are. Trauma helped me take responsibility for myself, for everything that I feel, for everything that I believe, for everything that I'm experiencing, my narratives, my stories, the things that, the way that I see the world, the things that I do, including the unhelpful beliefs, the unhelpful behaviors and coping strategies, because it's only once you start taking responsibility for yourself that you can move forward. Without taking full responsibility for ourselves, we will remain stuck in a victim mentality and a victim consciousness, constantly blaming what's happening on the outside as a reason, as an excuse, as a way to hold ourselves back. And on a final note, trauma taught me the art and the gift of gratitude. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns what we do into enough and more. It turns who we are into enough and more. It's literally the quality of being thankful. Thankful for what? Thankful for everything that you're doing, everything that is happening. 
You know, it's a shift in perception. And I first started to really understand the power of gratitude when I started um, a gratitude journal where I would every day put down a couple of things that happened in my day that I was grateful about. And even if nothing good happened where I felt like nothing good happened, I would look for things to be grateful about because I would think about how much worse my life would be without those things that I've taken for granted. So committing to a daily habit of counting my blessings changed me in more ways than one. It slowly turned my focus towards well-being, towards love. As I emphasized more on appreciation, I started to feel more comfortable with being where I was, having what I have and being who I am. It wasn't that who I was or what was happening in my life changed overnight. Whatever was happening at the time, whatever challenges I was facing were still there. But the gratitude exercise and the shift towards gratitude helped me nevertheless to start making small helpful shifts from within. So to begin to realize that whenever I make time to connect through gratitude, then I get closer to understanding my divinity, my power. I let go of petty thoughts. I let go of my ego. I become aware of it. I start to see and recognize how my thoughts are merely the chatters of my mind, endlessly switched on, jumping from one idea to another, one concept to another, one belief to another. And when you stop to rely so heavily on your continuous stream of thoughts, you'll start to realize that your thoughts are just thoughts. They're not necessarily based on truth. They're based on what's happened in the past. They're based on your previous experiences, your belief systems, cultural expectations, cultural belief systems, social belief systems, right? Trauma also taught me that I'm an incredibly resilient person, that I have survived and that I'm learning to thrive. I have the capacity to do both. I'm not a survivor because I don't like that label, but that I am able to survive what's difficult, what's challenging, what's hard, getting through the negative. Another gift that I've received from experiencing trauma is the gift of boundaries. I love boundaries and I love that I had to go through years of feeling incredibly uncomfortable with implementing boundaries because it allowed me to understand what not having them meant and how much suffering we experience when we're not clear about our boundaries and our values in life. Now, boundaries are not good if they're too rigid and they're not good if they're loose. What we want to aim for is flexible and yet consistent boundaries. With every single person in our lives, whether it's a friend, a partner, a child, a family member. And there's a lot more I could say about that, but um, that's, that's a really big topic. And I will aim to probably create um, an episode purely for boundaries. I also learned from trauma the gift of wisdom. And that wisdom is the ability to implement what you've learned. And from that wisdom comes a deeper spiritual connection. And obviously, this isn't something that everyone can relate to, and that's okay. But I'm referring to 
a connection to the greater whole, a connection to other people, a connection to nature, a connection to a purpose or a passion. You know, something that helps you recognize that you're not alone in this life, you know, that, that there's something more than just this thinking mind that we're connected to. And this is what leads us to having a clear understanding of our life purpose, following our experiences and introspection. We're likely to have a greater understanding of our purpose in life, learning about what's important and how you can contribute value to the world. Trauma can leave us feeling wounded and lost. We may have a negative way of looking at our lives and the world around us. And developing a shift in our perception can be very difficult. We have to dig in deep, look inward. While this process, this transitioning, the journey can have many ups and downs, it also leaves us with some incredible gifts that I've mentioned in this episode to have a much deeper sense of understanding for the world around us as well as the world within us, to be able to hold space for our own feelings and emotions, including other people's. All right, everybody, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please feel free to leave me a review on Apple Podcast as it will help me to reach more people with the content shared in this podcast. I will tune in and speak to you guys again in two weeks' time with a brand new topic. Until then, take care, everybody. Bye for now.